Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hello everyone, welcome. It's Robin Whoops, there we go. We still had a tad of music to get out there. (laughs) It's Robin Boyd with you today here on a very, very cold New Hampshire day. We are finally looking a little like winter, a little like Christmas, I guess you could say. And uh, I think I am not the only one because, boy, I'm hearing Arizona has to pull out the the, uh, woolies and um, it is... um, it's cold all across the country and it just is really one of those odd years so wherever you are wherever the world has uh has you listening to us i hope that you're warm i hope you've got a cup of tea or something else and uh get ready for a great hour we've got a couple of gals i know you are going to enjoy so much it's almost a part de to tell you the truth because we have uh starting out with us first segment here is jackie silver of aging backwards and Later on in the show, we're going to be joined by Dr. Jody Bramer, who always has the most amazing advice for us and keeping us all on track. Um, but first, we're going to chat with a little bit more with Jackie. If you recall, Jackie is from Aging Backwards, and she just has the most wonderful, not only tips for your physical being, but advice for your inner being. And Jackie, welcome. I'm so glad you're here with us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we're all like warm and cozy, you know, you, me, the listeners, let's just, just sit on our couches and be cozy. I think so. I know I've got my wool socks on and I got a little polar over me and I'm ready to chat. So, (laughs) well, Jackie, this is such a busy time of year for everybody. And I know that we were chatting last week about some of the things that one does just to sort of feel a little bit younger. But I want to talk a little bit more because I think everybody gets very stressed at this time of year. And when one is stressed, it shows on your face, it shows in your attitude, it shows in your posture. And how do we battle getting through a stressful time and I guess it doesn't even have to be stress as far as the holidays maybe it's a time of year when your job is very stressful and and you have I think of accountants and CPAs in April who have to get everything done that they have to do where's that balance Jackie how do we sort of put get a handle and get ourselves looking and feeling and in control well I love that question Robin because stress is actually the number one thing that ages people. Most people immediately think of, you know, smoking cigarettes, which that's true, that's an aging sure. process. And over tanning, that's true too. But the reality is that stress 
also not only does it age you, but it also makes you sick. So, you know, that's the added thing that happens with stress. So we need to work on how we handle stress because we're never going to get stress out of our lives. Mm -hmm. People try to do it backwards. Of course, I do everything backwards. (laughs) But, you know, they try to they try to eliminate the stress in their lives. And that's great, but it's impossible. So the next best thing is let's do some things that help us deal better with stress. And I have one quick tip. Yes, deal. Did we just drop Jackie or am I frozen? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello. I'm not still here. I am now. I guess I just went in and out, but go right ahead. What was your quick tip? Okay. My quick tip is, you know, we worry about things that we think might happen. And I am so guilty of that because I'm just like a born worrier. And there's a lot of people out there that are born worriers. And about 20 years ago, I saw this poster and it was one of those ones. It was like a giant run on sentence, you know, those posters (laughs) that from top to bottom, it's one big giant run on sentence. And it's somewhere in there was this little gem. And it said, 90% of everything I worry about never happens. Oh, wow. What an an epiphany. (laughs) And if you are worrying about something, and this is what I do, I repeat that over 90% of everything I worry about never happens. What's Mm -hmm. the point of worrying about it? There you go. So that's just a quick thing, you know? Yeah, I can remember um, losing, quote unquote, losing my way home. We would get lost when I had the kids in the car with me driving home because sometimes when we would get home, we would be just so busy with life and the phone would ring and things would be going on. We owned our business at the time, but um, in the car, it was just the three of us and we would, quote unquote, get lost. And it was not a scary thing. It was a fun thing because we always made it an adventure. And you can't worry about things because there's always another path. And it might not be the path you had intended on taking, but whatever the path you're on now, you need to find that way that's going to bring you to to what you're looking for. And I think that's a hard thing to wrap your head around sometimes because that means you kind of lose control for a minute. You know, I had, funny you say that about, you know, there's other ways and, and it's sort of inspirational because I had a kind of a new thing happen to me. Not, not, I wouldn't say new, but sort of like I had this epiphany about my attitude the last few weeks. There was something going on with my attitude the last few weeks and I'm Normally, I'm the most optimistic, you know, worry-free. I try to, you know, keep it all in control. And everyone who knows me thinks, you know, I'm the happy girl, and I am. But I Mm -hmm. had a couple moments last week, and I realized that it happened because it made me take action on some things in my life that I had become a little bit complacent about. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. these things that happen that worry you are for, for the good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, what's so difficult because we do want to be in control of everything. But I think having the confidence to know, all right, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever life gives me today and I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to make it, make it happen and it's going to be all right. And I, I, that's, that's such a difficult thing to do, but I, I, that's kind of what you got to do. I, you, you can't worry, like you say. And while you're doing that, while you're taking that minute to stop and think, here's another little exercise you can do that is so relaxing Mm -hmm. that 
you just can't even believe how in one minute you can feel better. And we can all do it together right now. So feel behind your ears where your jaw hinges. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And rub that back there. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, Doesn't yeah. that feel incredible? Yeah. And now in the front yeah, of your does. face, on the front side where the jaw hinges, you know, just open it and close your yep. jaw a few times so you can feel it. And massage that front muscle. Oh, feels so good. And the reason why, because, oh, yeah. yeah, because we tend to clench our teeth when we're stressed yes. out and worried. And we, when we clench our teeth, we can cause headaches and even back aches and neck aches and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But when you massage that, doesn't that feel great? I can almost hear the chorus of, ah, from the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Everyone's going, ah, in the chat room, we've got, ah. <laughs> I love it. You know what I do sometimes is I'll sing in the car when I'm alone because, not, well, I don't sing well, but I have fun singing anyway. But that does open up my mouth and I'm not clenching because I, if I'm doing a lot of graphic design work, which I do in my day job, I will sometimes be just really studious and looking at, at a screen all day long. So yeah, kind of get, you're right. That clenching of your jaw really is um, a habit that it's you don't realize you're doing it and then all of a sudden you realize geez I got a headache and that's why well I have another little tip and I Jackie what is oh go ahead yeah I was gonna ask you something else but go go for it yeah I was just gonna say I bet you do this when you're doing your graphic design and you're and you're concentrating is I bet you frown a lot of people frown they call it squinting but it looks like frowning and and you have a tip about about little wrinkles in frownies well yeah that's what I was about to say is there's a product that you can just find online and it's called frownies and you wear it. Usually you wear it while you're sleeping, but if you're at your office, they're flesh colored, you know, you're in your cubicle or whatever, you could wear it (laughs) at work. And also if you don't have frownies, you can just take a piece of scotch tape and put it over. You know what I'm talking about? Those 11 marks between your eyes. Yes. Yes. And I saw you describe this on a clip uh, that you had been talking about this. And I have seen those in, I mean, everywhere, Vermont Country Store, Harriet Carter. I mean, I have seen them in a lot of different places. And I thought, oh, gee, I wonder if that's just a scam. It really works, huh? It really works. And it's been around for over 100 years. All the old starlets from the, the Hollywood glory days, they used to have them delivered to their hotel rooms when they would travel out of town. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Well, I've definitely got to just pick these up (laughs) because I want to feel like a starlet. (laughs) No, I don't think that they are. And, and there's two, there's two different products I think of them, but the frownies are the ones that you've used. Wow. Oh, I've got to try them. We, uh, when we, I, we have a couple more minutes, I think, Jackie, what are, um, some of the, uh, fun things? Do you have some fashion trends or do you have some tips when all of a sudden you've got a, an office party and you want to just run in the bathroom and freshen up? What's something that someone can do? We've got one minute before the break and we can always pick it up after the break. You know, I have a one minute tip about the office party. You can wear like a regular skirt okay. and, and, you know, maybe some flat shoes to work and then bring your high heels and bring some gorgeous leg wear and you can make it super elegant and fancy just with the leg wear and the high heels. Wow. Wow. 
I'm always worried about, oh, do I need to remember to, to put a different eyeshadow on or do I need, uh, that's just simple. That's just so simple. Totally. Plus, it feels good to change your shoes halfway through the day, whether it's flats or whether it's two different kinds of shoes. I think your feet need that break halfway through the day. As long as it's not two different shoes at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been known to do that, too. <laughs> We're talking with Jackie Silver from Aging Backwards, and on the other side of the break, we're going to have Dr. Jody Bramer join us. Do stay tuned. We've got lots more conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week... She will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hello, 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. And I need to tell everybody we are missing someone today. We're missing Sandra, our our fearless host, who is always here with us. She had an amazing event yesterday. Uh, if you don't know, Sandra has been doing a Toys for Tots event every year for the past, oh, close to 25 years now. And in that time, she's gathered, oh, she wants to estimate upwards of about 65,000 items to donate to Toys for Tots and she had the the uh, the Marines with her yesterday and there's a wonderful picture she's going to be posting if she hasn't already and I'm sure next week we'll get the lowdown on all the fun things that her um, her volunteers did this year to collect for Toys for Tots and if you want more information by all means either contact Sandra or I don't have the website right in front of me but I'm pretty sure it's toysfortots.org or you can certainly google it because it's very easy and fun to have an event in your neighborhood. We're speaking today with Jody Bramer and with uh, Jackie Silver. Jackie is from Aging Backwards and Dr. Jody Bramer is here with us so often to help us with so many uh, uh, things that that we might either not quite know how to negotiate or challenge or or get through our journey, and Jody always has the way of making us feel so spot on. Welcome, Jody. Thanks for coming. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for having me. <laughs> it's Hi, always so. <laughs> yeah, we've got Jackie here. I told Jackie in the in the chat. I, I've got a sort of a out of the box kind of question to ask you, Jody. When you're at a gathering, at a holiday gathering, how do you handle, and I'm sure this happens to you, how do you handle people coming up to you and wanting that quick advice, that quick business <laughs> consultation while you're standing at the punch bowl trying to <laughs> put the, uh, the the chilled salmon on your, on your ritz? <laughs> you, you, it does happen. It's kind of like going up to a medical doctor and saying, do you see this mole? Is this normal? Um, people come up. <laughs> honestly, honestly, my line of work, um, kind of, I love talking with people. I love helping people. But there are times and places, and over the punch bowl at a, a family function is a little difficult. So sometimes I do have to put on my either hostess or guest hat and say, I'd love to talk to you about that. Why don't we talk about it Monday or let's let's set an appointment or yeah. let's talk about it sometime when we don't have um, all these other people wanting our attention or uh, just kind of be as gentle as possible right. and let people know. It happens. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure that it does. And then you, it sort of puts you off because then, you know, they, they're kind of just wanting to talk. And maybe they don't know what else to talk to you about because they've only talked with you in a professional way sometimes, too. So I think it's, it's, it is an awkward situation. Jackie, you must see uh, those kinds of things a lot at parties. And I'm sure you're always uh, sort of on, if you will. Do you ever have difficulty... Um, um, sort of arranging people as far as time goes? You know, people always ask me everywhere I go, you know, tips for staying young. Just walking on the street today, this man thought I was 38, and we know <laughs> I'm in my mid-50s, but he didn't ask for any tips. But, but you know, like, like you, Jody, I'll be at a party, and people will start asking me for all my tips. And, you know, I'll give them a couple of quick tips, and then I'll just steer the conversation to them because really – People love to talk about themselves. So if I know they have children, all I have to say is, 
so what are your kids into these days? And that's the end of the conversation about me. Isn't it? Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> because it's true. I'm sure people will always have something new to talk about their kids. And um, I, I think what's interesting, too, is that there are so many times that you're in conversation with people who you don't know. If it's an office party, you only know them uh, through work. You don't really know a lot about them privately. So sometimes it, you really have to sort of start that conversation and say, what else about you? you, know, do you, have you did you ever do this or do you watch the game or whatever? <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's, it's great. On, on Jody, the opposite end, yeah, do talk about yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, they, they want to come up and talk about the things that are relevant in their lives and and um, it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay, that's good, but let's talk about that in the office, and let's 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 save that for a different time. <laughs> but there's right, right, that- right. Plus, I'm sure in the military, this happens very frequently because you're often in a new area. You don't maybe you, you end up going to the the gathering uh, in a new community. You just got PCS to a new location. You always don't know everybody around you. So um, at least you do have sort of, well, you know, who's in your family that's deployed or who's in your family that's serving. And um, those, those kinds of things do come up. But yeah, I think uh, as a professional person, that was, like I say, it was kind of out of the box, not necessarily um, what we were here to talk about today. Jody, there's, go ahead. Robin, if you interrupt, this is actually very appropriate. Um, When we have military families that are in uncomfortable situations where they do find themselves at gatherings, whether it be the Marine Corps Mm -hmm. ball or a social party or a barbecue or a holiday party, where their husbands um, bring them into an event, oftentimes, exactly like you're saying, people are a little um, anxious or uncomfortable in a crowd, and they don't know how to exactly socialize or or, uh, mingle or feel comfortable at a party. And I think exactly what you and Jackie were saying, that asking questions of the other person, especially when you have a military background and you've got this already huge common denominator, for people who do feel some sort of social anxiety or some feel uncomfortable in crowds or people that they aren't really, uh, that they don't really know very well, it's a mm-hmm. wonderful icebreaker to talk about the military as a whole or so do you have any children or what brings you here or um, any of those social icebreakers that will help somebody feel more comfortable at a, at a holiday gathering or yeah. any social function. Right. And it does happen. It's almost like having your elevator speech just to- honed into icebreakers as opposed to you know, the 30-minute the, the special on you. It's it's getting those icebreakers ready. Um, because, yeah, I think when you're in an environment that you're not comfortable with, um, it is difficult to be the one to sort of start the conversation sometimes. You know, it is. I, have, I mm-hmm. wanted to oh, jump in. It's Jackie. And say, you know, a, a really good icebreaker for people that's so simple, and I've watched my friend who's a genius with intercommunications do this, is, have you seen any good movies lately? Everyone sees movies, even if it's on TV. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. And there, 
Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot, like you say, even if you're getting them from Netflix or even if you're getting them, um, you don't have to be going to the movies. Absolutely. Um, or even, did you do you use podcasts? Maybe they, <laughs> they need to know a little bit more about how to download a podcast. That's a great, you know, I think it's really interesting to hear so many people now talking more about what have they downloaded, what did they get, uh, what are the apps that they're using now. Now, talk about a different generation from me, I'll tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. And even on a, even on a, a I, I have people that say, I walk into a room or I'm walking up to the, the table with food and I don't even, I don't have a, a, a clue how to even start a conversation. And people don't necessarily, if they're, if they're not familiar with who you are, they might not say, so, what TV shows do you watch? It's a lot more basic to even just break the ice, and the best way is with a compliment. Find something oh, about true. that stands out and say, I love your scarf, or your hair is just beautiful, or those shoes are great, or, or what a beautiful bracelet. People love mm. to be noticed, and they love to be And there's always a story behind it. There's, there's almost always right. a story behind it. And even if the person doesn't respond and just says, oh, thanks, at least you feel like you've made a comment and you've made somebody's day happier. And that can take place at a party, in an elevator. Well, you want to be careful in an elevator. But if you are just <laughs> in, in standing in line at a grocery store, sometimes it's nice just to have, yeah, have true. to say to another human. <laughs> we had Steve, Steve in the chat say, nice shoes. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> And you want to be yeah, nice shoes. <laughs> you want to say something that's not going to be taken um, offensively by sure. anyone. So you don't want to say, right. "Wow, how tacky is that?" or "Or <laughs> God, did, do you know about politics?" You don't want to go there. You want to avoid anything negative and keep it very positive and very light. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you do have to keep the politics away from the social gatherings because that's the that's the thing that's everyone's got an opinion and they're going to have an opinion. And if they want to go to a forum or something later, I guess that's that's the place to have it. But you certainly don't want to have it at the holiday party sometimes. Um, when we, I love the fact that uh, we're talking about feeling more comfortable at the holidays because there are I, I'm so glad that more and more people are getting out and more and more people are are finding the joy in maybe not traveling those far distances but maybe having the neighborhood gathering or or being able to um, chat it's it's really um, a great opportunity to get to know someone that you didn't know very very much before I know um, we've had some opportunities in our office that I've worked with people side by side, but I didn't know anything about. And a, a woman called me and said uh, she, her mom had been ill and knew that my mom had been ill. And all of a sudden we were talking about something completely different. Not that it was at a party, but I, I'm just saying that there are times when all of a sudden, because we had been together in another arena um it was nice to be able to chat with this woman we're gonna uh say goodbye jackie um i know you've got other things to do this afternoon so we want to say thanks for being here and i know that we've got you on the roster for next year so looking forward to it happy new year jackie me too thanks for having me bye everyone <laughs> stay tuned more of the 
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. It's talking smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talkin' Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown, and after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd with you today on Military Mom Talk Radio. And if you missed any of our show today, the first half of the show, you'll want to check us out at Military Mom Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes. You can always find us there. And always right here on the Toganet Station uh, website, you'll find our show page right there on Toganet. So by all means, check out some of our past shows. We've had a slew of them, and we can go in a podcast wherever you are. Today we're talking with Jody Bramer, Dr. Jody Bramer. And on uh, the just before the break, we were kind of talking about holiday parties, Jody, and you had we're going to start to talk about military families sometimes having holiday functions uh, in a brand new area because they can't be back with their loved ones. I'm dealing with a lot of that right now. A lot of my military families are struggling sometimes because it's their first time holiday away from uh, their family and others because they might be used to being with family but for one reason or another finances economy distance uh, they find that they aren't being able to get together with their families this year and it leads for a lot of sadness and isolation and it's very sad and this is where 
uh, the military family as a whole can step up. And I'm noticing that neighbors take care of neighbors. And, and there's some wonderful programs at Thanksgiving this last year where I, I know they always exist, but I want to reiterate again, they have uh-huh. Adopt-A-Marine programs and Adopt-A-Family programs and even the, the Marines within themselves when they know that there is a family that's alone or a a mother with young kids or a Marine that's alone, they invite them into their home and take care of them because that's that's what they do. Yes. It's very special and it's very unique to the military or to a specific branch. I know sometimes uh, police have this, firefighters might have this, anybody that's in a unique um, living situation or lifestyle situation where it becomes a family and we have to extend ourselves, especially when our own families might be too far away. Hmm. Hmm. In, uh, I, I'm sure you know I've been in Girl Scouts forever <laughs> and since there were dinosaurs, but there was a program that we used to have, and it was not um, copyrighted or, or specifically made for Girl Scouting. It was um, called Green Circle, and I don't know if you've ever heard about it. It's a little flannel board presentation, and it starts out with a little flannel cutout of a little person, and there's a little circle around that person, and you start engaging with the kids, talking about what's in their circle, and when they're babies, they might be a mom, a mom and a dad, or maybe a mom and a grandpa, or whoever is in their circle and does that make you feel good with this in your circle well what happens if this person comes along and the little pieces are all these multicolors they're very uh, diverse and then you make the circle grow when the children feel like they want to allow somebody else into their circle and I think that transcends even into adults because we're so used to our little circle that um, we have to remember that it doesn't have to be the traditional person that we allow in our circle that we can make our new circle for whomever we want to bring into our our family um and i i just think that that's that's just a wonderful concept to to make sure that even adults remember it is a wonderful concept i've never heard of that but i think it sounds fantastic it's wonderful, and we presented it at two different levels. We presented it at a very young age, like first, second, um, I think third graders, and then fourth and fifth graders got a little more advanced. And it was always presented by a separate person. It was never presented by the leader or a parent. It was always presented by, I guess you could say, an outsider to the troop. Because the conversation that those children would engage in, they would be so wrapped up with this little flannel board, and all of a sudden they would start talking about their mom isn't always living at their home anymore because she they live more with their dad or vice versa and who else is in their circle and is it okay and how do I know and the conversations would just be amazing and I think especially for the military families these children are always meeting somebody new and in this kind of world there must be some children thinking why are these other people in my home and why do I need to uh, be playing jump rope 
cope with these kids who I've never met before. How do you get children to feel comfortable walking into a new environment and not having, of course, we're talking different age levels. Of course, you're going to have a three-year-old who's going to cling to mom no matter what. Um, And then you've got a junior high person who might be wondering, you know, why don't they have black hair and and tattoos? (laughs) Well, again, I think the military prepares children for diversification, which is which is mm-hmm. really one. If you start out as a baby in a military family, you're going to have diversification. So those questions would would be answered and be easier to accept. Uh, it just is. It just is. Mm-hmm. And the, I, the, the personality of the child will always make a difference. There will be outgoing children and there will be more uh, shy uh, introverted children, and children work within their styles. But children as a whole are amazingly open, especially the younger ones, to allowing anybody to be their friend. If somebody wants to play with their, well, play with toys, as long as sure. their own toys and the Legos aren't <laughs> shared, can be. Uh, children like to be around other children, and oftentimes what we see is that children adopt styles that their parents um, convey. For instance, if a parent is afraid of a dog, a child might learn that fear in much the same way that if a parent teaches a child to be more social or outgoing or even teaches them skills that might feel, some, some socialization skills that might feel contrary to their introverted nature, children can learn that and adapt it and, and absorb it. And they watch their parents make new friends and they watch their parents say goodbye to very dear friends. And the Mm -hmm. whole welcoming and saying goodbye is part of the military family. It's part of the unique process that is the military. And the way that a parent handles it will be in much the same way that the child learns to experience it. And I think that that can be true of the holidays as well. A child will see a reserved parent and possibly be more reserved or see an outgoing parent and learn how to be outgoing. But again, even despite a personality trait, people can learn. Children can learn social skills. They can learn what's right mm-hmm. and what's not right. And that to shake hands and how to shake hands and to shake hands firmly and to look people in the eye and to say yes, sir, or no, sir, or uh, yes, ma'am, or thank you, or please, or just the basic skills that a child is supposed to learn. Um, and then from there, they learn to incorporate their personality into the play style or into the adult style. And, you know, children know who they like and who they don't like, just like we adults have people that we like and that we maybe aren't that. Sure. Don't magnate too, sure. (laughs) Pardon? I say some people you just don't magnate toward. We have different different likes and dislikes. It's it's, but that's mm-hmm. that's everybody can learn to be to get along. Can't we all just get along? I know. <laughs> I know. And sometimes when you're under stress, that is always the challenge. And um, how does one um, not maybe? reflect their stress if they this is your first deployment uh your spouse is away and you've got the kids looking forward to christmas 
How do you balance that stress that you're feeling and uh, still make it a special Christmas or, or holiday for those children? Oh, you do or you die. Um, yeah, I guess. You, <laughs> I'll, I'll, um, close ranks, as it were. You incorporate people into your lives that mm-hmm. you may not have thought about. You call on neighbors. You call on friends. You call on family on the phone or on Skype, and you maintain the communications. You try to communicate with the deployed ones, um, communicate your feelings, um, maybe not tell your child that you're anxious or stressed, but you might tell your child, hey, you know, mommy's needing some extra help today. Can you help do this? Or can you go get the mail? Or can you um, uh, put, the, put the plates on the table? If mm. the rules the same and require children to have rituals that maintain not only when, when the deployed person is home, but when the deployed person is away, rituals, consistency, schedules, these are all very vital, and the more you keep to them, the more the child actually feels in control. So you may be losing it. You may be going bouncing off the walls with anxiety and sadness and, and uh, loneliness and all these other feelings associated. But if the child has a structure within which to work, then you can go have a meltdown in your room, and the child still knows that you're there, you're okay, and... Uh, dinner is going to be had mm-hmm. and bedtime is going to be at this time and there's going to be TV time and play time and school time. Keeping structure, keeping rituals, keeping schedules is really important regardless, no matter what. Yeah. And then communicating with your child to the degree that your child can understand. You don't tell a five-year-old, Mommy's so sad, but you might tell right. your teenager, right. really struggling, I really miss your dad. And allow the child to talk with you about their feelings. Keep feelings open. Keep the dialogue going. And, of course, age appropriate. Always of age course. Appropriate. Yeah. And that's that, I think, sometimes is what's difficult is that um, with the littlest ones, uh, you almost can't, um, you, you do just have to keep it status quo. But the older ones, I think, uh, and I'd like to talk a little bit more about this on the other side of the break, which we've got coming up in just about a minute. Um, sometimes they're trying to keep up a, a, face, a, a, a straight face, I guess you could say, or trying to keep keep it together when actually they're breaking down inside and they're thinking that they have to be strong for you and you're thinking you have to be strong for them. And sometimes maybe that's when the the odd behavior starts happening with them and you're saying, why are they acting out or why are they doing X? And of course, I'm talking, you know, maybe about some of the older ones um, that um, that's just really difficult for them to process. We're talking today with Dr. Jody Bramer and we're going to round out the hour with her right after the break here on Military Mom Talk Radio. So stay tuned. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to devote time to yourself. 
and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be By Design, How I Be Is Up To Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our show today. We have Dr. Jody Bramer with us. And I wanted to remind everybody that we want to say thanks to Sandra Beck for having her over 20 years. I'm not sure if it was 25, but it might be 25 years of Toys for Tots celebrations. And her event was yesterday. It was a huge success. And we're going to talk more with her about this later on, uh, probably next week when we have her back. So thanks, Sandra, for all you're doing for Toys for Tots. I know there are many people who are appreciating your efforts. Today we're talking with Dr. Jody Bramer, and one of the things that we were talking about before the break was some of the stress that kids feel, whether it be during a deployment or maybe even just the stress of the holidays, and um, they're trying to sort of keep it straight and trying to behave and trying to do what they think is going to please the adult in their life, because let's face it, kids do try to please. <laughs> they try. The littler ones are so anxious to please. The The older ones, well, maybe they'll do anything but please. But <laughs> having lived through teenagers, you know how that goes. But Jody, what are some of the things that happen? Uh, I, I, As a teacher, and we were kind of just bringing this up in the chat, as a teacher, we would sometimes all of a sudden 
have this oddest behavior. A child would scrunch up a piece of paper and throw it across the room because they couldn't deal with the math problem. Or they would all of a sudden lash out to somebody on the playground because they took the swing and they it was their swing and they were supposed to be on the swing. The, the, the most random thing. And then we would take them aside and we'd say, let's talk a little bit. You seem like you've got something going on. And they would say, daddy left last night or mommy got really mad last night and I don't know what's going to happen and all of a sudden the whole life of this family would just kind of pour out of this child and it would be so difficult for them to sort of balance it they would they would be a little bit out of out of control what how I know it's different ages but with our littlest ones, when the stress gets just so crazy, how can we sort of pace our kids and get them to sort of almost have that self-control trigger that they know, okay, I need a little time out? Oh, well, um, so much. In, in, in 15 minutes, right? <laughs> so much depends on the child's developmental age as well. It's not necessarily even mm-hmm. a chronological age. It's, it's the ma- child's maturity because the the conflicts between their mind and their body, if they aren't able to verbalize it, then we've got the body acting out and, and acting in a tantrum form. We also have to remember that depression in children manifests in a very different way than it, than it manifests in adults. In children, depression hmm. comes out as acting out and as bad behavior. So we have to figure out, is this something that a teacher or a parent or a timeout can do, or is this a symptomatic of, of a larger issue that needs to be addressed maybe by a child psychologist or a behaviorist? That being, that being put aside, assuming that this is normal, natural feelings about a situation occurring mm-hmm. at home, um, the biggest thing is to give a child words. Again, depending on the age and the maturity of the child, you want to give them age-appropriate words. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's for little kids to be able to say, I'm mad or I'm sad, but it may not mm-hmm. be enough the words needed for an older child. And, and you want to be able to teach young children the word frustrated because frustrated, even though it's a lot of syllables, it's different mm-hmm. than mad. That frustrated is a is a is a real feeling. It's a everybody feels frustrated, and what and the frustration, even in just saying it, makes you want to clench your fingers and clench your jaws and I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. So give that word. Give words to children. They don't have words growing up, and the more you give them the words to be able to verbalize, the less their bodies will have to express it. So the first thing that I would suggest is. How are you feeling? Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling mad? Are you feeling angry? Who are you angry at? What mm-hmm. what is the I'm upset at this ground. It hit my knee and made me have a boo-boo. Oh, bad ground, bad ground. And or mm-hmm. or they might uh daddy went away last night or mommy and daddy had a fight. Oh, I would think that that would make you feel sad. How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel sad? Um, yes. Mm. And do you also feel kind of um, um, uh, scared a little bit? Uh, yes. I, they might not even know that they feel scared. They might feel scared that they saw somebody else's parents get in a fight, and now they no longer live together. And, 
and um, you want to reassure them that you know it, it's okay. Mommies and daddies can can fight with each other, and, you know, argue with each other, and it's okay. People have disagreements. <laughs> you know, have disagreement with Mary about whose toy that was. Well, sometimes grown-ups have disagreements too, and it's okay. Everything will be mm. all right. And it's to feel frustrated. It's all right. You know, you normalize it. You let them know that their feelings have a word and that it's okay for them to feel that way. But it's not okay to hit little Mary in the back of the head with the football. <laughs> so you want to make sure yes, that yes. different than their feelings. All feelings are all right. All feelings are okay. All feelings are normal. It's what you do with them. Do you feel so angry that you want to stomp your feet? Well, go ahead and stomp your feet. And if you feel so angry you want to um, um, tear up a piece of paper, okay, tear up a piece of paper. Or take this crayon and draw what it looks like to be angry. What does angry look like? What mm-hmm. does it, show us a picture of angry. And let them draw and smash that wax into that paper. And you give them words and you give them something constructive or destructive within limits <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was always good, big on um, giving people blank pieces of paper because if they couldn't verbalize what they were saying, at least the littler ones can't, even if they're scribbles or even if they're circles that are, are coming together, they would at least be able to express themselves with their artwork and then uh, we could try to put words to it afterwards. But you're right, Jody. those little ones, they don't know how to verbalize. They don't know the words. They know that they're feeling something, but they just can't process it sometimes. Absolutely. I, I have Absolutely. to tell you something. I'll just something tell you something kind of funny. It's a kind of a tangent. But my daughter would always struggle with math, and she would sit here, and we would try to get through the math homework. And her bigger brother would have a better relationship sometimes with her than I would, just being able to get through it because mothers and daughters do always have that oil and water relationship sometimes. <laughs> she got so mad, she scrunched up her math homework. She threw it across the room. She was just so angry. And I said, you know what, let's take a break. And I said, let's go do something else. And we went and did something else. And then I went and got the ironing board. And I said, honey, we're going to iron out your math homework. And we're going to do one more problem on it. And then I put a little note on it. (laughs) And the next day, her teacher caught me in the hall and said, Em had a little trouble with homework, huh? (laughs) But at least she complied. She turned it in, which was what she had to do. She did the best she could, which was what she tried to do, and she expressed the fact that she didn't get it. There was one part of the homework that she didn't understand, and that's what we wrote on the little piece of paper. I don't understand this, and then the teacher was able to take it from there. (laughs) But it's very difficult sometimes when they just can't cope with what's happening right at that minute and you you want to you feel their angst for them by giving them the tools that they need <laughs> oh gosh Carol well, our papers into a big pile and throw it across the room we all want yes children on it but adults we we've supposedly learned our coping skills and we don't necessarily do that but oh my gosh how how great did that feel when you do, when you were describing that and you said that your daughter threw the paper across the room my thought was to turn to her and say, boy, I bet that felt good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I did 
not scold her for it because that was the point was I knew she was struggling. I knew that this was not going to happen right then and there. So right then and there was not the time to finish the homework. We needed to go on to something else and give her a chance to sort of recoup because just exacerbating it was was not going to help. So <laughs> all things will will come around and they might not come around in sequence, but they will come around. <laughs> is to have your child stand up out of the chair and just shake and say, I can see that you're so, that you're so, you know, worked up, keyed up, frustrated, uh, anxious, whatever. I said, get up, get up off the chair, shake, shake those arms, shake those legs, shake those legs. And then you start doing it with them. And then they start to laugh because you look so silly. And you're literally (laughs) off the anxiety and the frustration and you flap your hands and you flap your feet and you shake your head off. And then just the, just the, physicality of it just is it tires out you tires out the child and you look at each other and you've shared this moment and you kind of just and you smile at each other and say okay all right let's there (laughs) (laughs) i like that tactic in the middle of the office i think tomorrow (laughs) when we're having issues at a team meeting (laughs) i'm just going to stand up on a chair and start shaking my arms i just think that's what's going to (laughs) happen I love it. Jody. we're at the end of our hour, and I want people to know where they can find you if they would like to learn more about Dr. Jody Bramer. Absolutely. I would. I am here to help. Uh, my website is www.jodybramer, that's J-O-D-Y-B-R-E-M-E-R.com, jodybramer.com. And you can access me, my website, all of my information. I work in Southern California, but I'm accessible all over the world. I currently do Skype sessions. And anybody who needs me, I specialize in military families and relationships and couples. And anything I can do to help. That's wonderful. Jody. thank you, as always, for being with us. And I hope your holidays are stress-free and full of love and joy. Thank you. Same to you. And thank you and Sandra so much for having me on. I love being on your show. Well, we love you too. And we hope that you're going to join us next year because this is wonderful. (laughs) Absolutely. You can count on it. Awesome. Take care. We hope everyone will join us next week. We're going to have another great show for you. We're always working on having some wonderful things lined up for you. For Sandra Beck, this is Robin Boyd on Military Mom Talk Radio. Take care.